Everyone wants to feel rich. Everybody wants to feel successful. They want to have a waterfall in front of their home. Well, here's three streams that can get the job done. Feppy versus Jeff Q versus Tess Lee. All three of these income ETFs pay out massive dividends, which is the best to own, which is the one that's gonna dominate in the future. Now, despite all falling under the income ETF category, all three practice different strategies. So let's quickly go through what that would be. Starting off with, we have Jeff Q, the JP Morgan NASDAQ Equity Premium Income ETF. They pay out monthly dividends by practicing an options trading strategy by doing out-of-the-money NASDAQ 100 index call options aimed to generate monthly income. In fact, they boast an impressive 12-month rolling dividend yield of 12.51%, which means Investors have been fortunate to get a 1% return every single month in dividends. This is higher than the average yield of the S&P 500, which is about 1.5%. The 10-year U.S. bonds, which is about 4.6%, heck, even REITs, which track real estate, are at just under 5%. Since they're tracking the NASDAQ 100, we get exposure to wonderful companies like Microsoft, Apple, Google, Amazon, NVIDIA, among others. The NASDAQ is a very tech-heavy sector, so just keep that in mind for those who want to be diversified. JetQ's actively managed strategy also seeks to have lower volatility JEPQ has the potential to make money under the multi-pronged strategy so they can make money via the dividends of the companies they own, the options trading they do, which will be the bulk of that return, as well as just capital gains since their options are out of the money, there is some upside potential, but it will be stunted. However, these great returns come with some risk, and JEPQ has had some great returns as we're about to see. To do all this for investors, JP Morgan Chase charges a 35 basis points expense ratio, which is much more expensive than passively managed funds like the S&P 500, but as we're gonna see, this is cheaper than its competition. This is Yieldmax Tesla Options Income Strategy ETF, or Tesla. This fund is actively managed and seeks to generate the monthly income by selling and writing those call options on Tesla. The ETF tries to extract as much income as possible with its options trading, and also seeks to get some exposure to the gains of Tesla stock. Investors love Tesla because in the slightly over a year it's been out, it's given close to a 60% dividend yield, which is mind-boggling and has consistently been paying monthly dividends around the 60 cent mark for the past couple months. Though it should be noted this ETF does not actually own shares of Tesla. Rather, they synthetically own it by replicating the price movements of Tesla through call options and put options sold. They also own US treasuries for collateral purposes, which also extract some Yield. Tesla is ran by Yieldmax, which follows a synthetically owning position strategy and doing options trading on very high beta single stocks. The more volatile a stock is, the more premiums one can expect. 
However, that doesn't come without some risk. The fund strategy caps potential gains if Tesla does very well, but it's subject to all the losses if Tesla goes down, which could lead to NAV erosion. The yield max funds each charge a 99 basis expense ratio, which could add up in the long run. This is FAPI, the newest fund of the three that launched in October of 2023. And so far, it has impressed. The ETF owns 15 of the best companies in the technology sector focused on building tomorrow's technology today. And it evenly splits its exposure among those 15. So each position is about 7%. We're talking about great companies like Netflix. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like Google, AMD, NVIDIA, Amazon, and this gets rebalanced every quarter since it's actually based on the FANG Innovation Index. FAPI keeps the objective super simple. They own big tech companies, and they're writing covered calls on them. It's that simple. It's super simple to understand. The calls are slightly out of the money, so there is some chance at capital appreciation, but that means that upside, that's going to get limited. That's the drawback with these funds. The fund pays monthly distributions, but keep in mind, this is brand spanking new. It's only paid out two dividends so far, so the ETF, right now, it's on pace for a 25% annualized yield, which is quite juicy. The fund charges a 65 basis points expense ratio, so that's $65 for every $10,000 invested, and is operated by Rex shares. Now let's see how the funds have done since the start of 2023 compared to the market. So since January of 2023, Tesla has impressed with dividends reinvested. A $10,000 investment would have grown into $15,000, a 50% CAGR. JEPQ has also done very well, growing into a $13,500 investment and a CAGR of 35%. The overall market grew into $12,600 or 26% gain. Well, what about FEPI? Well, remember this only launched on October 11th, 2023. The fund so far has impressed with a total return of 9.47%. Now, does this mean that Tesla is the best investment of the three since it's had the best return in this arbitrary period that I picked? Not quite. You see, while Tesla has paid fat dividends, it's also had some massive NAV erosion. Since its inception, the fund just in capital appreciation alone is down 47%. This will impact how much in dividends it can pay in the future since it will have less money to generate those fat dividends with. Contrast this to JEPQ, which is up 2% since the fund launched in capital appreciation. Again, that's not including those juicy dividends. It's been paying out, and FEPI is up an impressive 9% in the short time that it's been out. Often, people who use income ETFs, they are in retirement or close to it. The most important criteria should be preserving that capital. Investors that are older, 
they don't have time to rebuild that lifetime of hard work that they did. This is why I personally would take a lower yield if it meant the chances of that monthly dividend stream, it would be that much more dependable. It's also important to keep in mind that dividends from this strategy will not get favorable tax rates and could lead to a bigger tax bill to Uncle Sam. Keep in mind those expense ratios, those will certainly add up over the years of investing. Now, people always ask me, hey, which ETF should I invest in? I'm always going to tell them the same answer. How the hell should I know? I don't know your financial position. I don't know your financial goals. I don't know how many kids you have. I don't know your expenses, your cost of living, where you live, your age. All these things are going to vary from person to person. So what's considered best is going to vary from person to person. One thing I do know for sure is that I am one of the few YouTubers who actually beat the market last year and shows proof of it. Get access to all my weekly trades and my full $170,000 portfolio in the Patreon link below or join the Dividend Discord to chat with other like-minded individuals. Investing is a very hard journey, but don't think you have to walk on this journey alone. Hit that like button, leave a comment to help out a small-time YouTuber for the algo. Which one of these ETFs is your favorite? Let me know and I'll buy, stash, and collect cash you on the next one.